prepare for launch. Launch is a series of short videos and curated resources to support and equip ministry leaders for the important work that God calls us to, the work of growing in love of God and neighbor and the transformation of today's world. Today on Launch, we're continuing our conversation series around articles that might provide us some guidance as we continue to navigate the changing landscape of faith formation. We are three real people talking about real questions. Today on Launch, we're talking about overwhelm. Please grab a cup of coffee or tea, take a few deep breaths, and join us. So Christine, tell us about your article and why you chose it. Yes, I chose Susan Beaumont's blog post on the Congregational Consulting website, which is, I think it's titled Overwhelm, Not a Problem to be Solved. And it came out a few months ago, but I think this, um, this kind of overwhelm has ebbed and flowed throughout the pandemic, and I'm hearing a lot of people talk about it. And I really appreciated the way she attempts to shift our perspective about what overwhelm is and invite us to consider it as not a problem we can solve, but an opportunity to pay attention and to bring in spiritual practices um, and just treat overwhelm differently. Uh, And she asks, what if overwhelm is not a problem that we need to solve? Uh, What if we are trying to preserve things that need to fail in our ministries? uh, And how can we surrender what is ours to surrender? Uh, And she ends by giving people permission to fail the expectations of other people, which I really appreciated uh, because we will, quite frankly, exhaust ourselves trying to manage other people's emotions and disorientation during this pandemic and post-pandemic or whatever phase of the pandemic ministry we're in. Uh, So, yeah, just, just really talks about that, this liminal time and suggests that we find one or more points that we can leverage Uh, for the mission of our ministry um, and where we can advance adaptive work, which I know we've talked about a couple times on our podcast. Uh, So I'm wondering what parts of this article kind of resonate with what you are experiencing and what you are hearing people are experiencing in ministry. Yeah, for me, this article hit me in all the fields. Um, I really appreciated the reframing of overwhelm. I work with a lot of leaders and I'll do two or three word check-ins and I can't even count on my hands how many times I've had people say, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, So that reframing makes feeling overwhelmed feel less like a challenge to be solved and more like an opportunity to gain perspective and take a step back and which can be really hard in the middle of overwhelm because I feel all the things. uh, So that just that, like take a step back and look at what's going on and offer yourself some grace was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I, um, I really, I'm a problem solver. I love puzzles Um, I'm a two on the Enneagram, so I like to fix things and fix people. So this definitely spoke to me and basically gave me that permission I needed to go, 
Oh, um, where she writes, like, um, she says something about it's not that something's broken per se. Um, and, and again, like you said, Kathy, like it's an actually an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to revision, an opportunity to stop and try something new. Um, and just the the way that she gives us permission, you know, to say, just let the problems go unsolved. Like that seems so simple, but it's mind blowing for somebody like me with my personality. So I really appreciated that as well. Yeah. I, uh, I have trouble <laughs> letting go of problems, letting, letting things fail. No, that is, that's not an option. Um, and I think it just speaks to the culture of, uh, you know, work and perfection that we, that we have even in ministry. Um, and so, yeah, I think maybe letting go is a practice. If I can view it as a practice, maybe I can give it a shot. One of the other questions that we've kind of been bringing up in relation to these articles is, is there a particular scripture passage or Bible story that connects with what we're reading? And I have to say, I had trouble with this one, <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think about that. But maybe, um, maybe you know, just thinking about peace, be still, right? Like that, you know, the storms of life come up and rise and fall, and the storm isn't within our control, but we can control sort of just being still and peaceful and, I don't know, letting go of fear. For me, the story, the scripture that came was the story of Elijah when he's hiding in the mountain. Um, he had just come from this like real experience of um, God being really cool and showing up and then this fear and running away um, and hiding in the mountains, right? And finding God in the small, quiet voice. And um, so that overwhelm can feel like all of the big things and um, taking time to get away and find the small and quiet voice. And Elijah had to shift perspective. And um, especially when, you know, you have expectations of what's going to happen. So I'm expecting God to look and to be in the fire and in the earthquake and God's not there. Um, and also that the failure of expectations of others, that was, that was helpful for me. Um, also that Elijah couldn't stay hidden there forever. So that, um, I don't know, that was just the scripture that came immediately came to me. I didn't have trouble with this one, Christine. It just came right away. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's really great. Cause I, 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 I struggled as well to kind of, I think it's more about like putting a name to where this really resonated with me and then, and then, um, connecting it to scripture. I, you know, I just keep hearing the you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink, right? That call to not worry. Because when I have a problem that I think needs to be, uh, when I have a perceived problem that I think needs to be solved, I mean, literally I'll stay up all night just like, well, what I, I could do this or I could do this. And I, I'll wake up and in my phone on my notes, I'll have like all of these things I think I should do in response. And probably had I just given myself into Christ's words and just not worried that maybe 
sometimes when I do that, I wake up the next morning and it's like, well, that's not really a problem. Right. Mm. Or I open up my email and it's like, oh, somebody already solved that for me. Or, you know, it's just giving it kind of like you're like giving it space and giving it to God and not, not worrying about it. And I think that's, I have to do that as well with worrying about my tendency to worry about what will people think, like the judgment, the shame, those things. Um, Cause even if I can't solve the problem, right. Well then, and that gives me like a sense of overwhelm. Like there's too many things to do um, and people are going to be disappointed. Um, that's something I can give to God. I can't, con- somebody said to me today, you can't control how other people feel. Um, nor should you. And so like, I can just give that to God and not worry, you know, do the best to be faithful and just let it go. So the scriptures, that one and others that speak to the, you know, don't worry. I think we're called to do that all the time. Yeah. So I'm wondering, as we're thinking about how do we take this article and apply it to our lives? Um, how does this article inform our approach to faith formation in the coming months and even years? And what's one practical thing that you are taking away with it? Well, I'm a big fan of adaptive leadership, and I would say that it has been one of the most helpful things for me the last two years is to Remember that adaptive problems are those problems that we don't have an existing body of knowledge or expertise. They're not technical problems. Um, so they're not easily solved. And so I, if I'm remembering this correctly, adaptive problems, uh, one of the, I think it came out of like the copier industry and that the, when copiers were new, technicians, like companies that did the best had technicians that collaborated because they were using this kind of new technology. And sometimes they didn't know what would work when they fixed it. But if they were talking to other technicians, they could like figure out what the problem was. I'm remembering that, like, that's kind of where it came from. So I think that reminder to collaborate, um, to think outside the box um, and yeah, give ourselves a lot of permission to experiment uh, and let some things fail, which is hard. Yeah, I really appreciate that, Christine, because what I've been thinking about is um, in her last line, like she says, consider it your invitation to step back, observe and lead from a different place. And for me, I've learned about myself, especially during COVID, in order to enter into that adaptive way of thinking, um, I have to enter in from a different space. And for me, one who doesn't do silence or stillness well, but I know that it's really important, I think my takeaway is to step back, to, to literally step back. And what I hear in that, she doesn't really say this explicitly, but what I hear in that is give it space, because I know that's what I need to be able to shift my perspective like she's asking us to do or inviting, encouraging us to do. So um, I'm going to take away like the step, the call to step back and to sit in some silence and then to step in with this new perspective and begin to do that adaptive, adaptive thinking and creating. Yeah. Playing off of what you were talking about, Tanya, um, she says, yielding is an active stance, not a passive one. 
And that's really helpful for me is, you know, sometimes um, I, I love to solve technical problems and I love to collaborate around adaptive things. And so to yield or being in a posture of yielding means that I'm not putting forth things and stuff, right? Giving people an opportunity to to sit with some things and to process. And um, I think that's really important. Um, Paying attention. uh, She talks about you pay attention, you stay connected to your source and you discern new pathways forward. Um, And so I think that's the piece that I take away. We don't, there's a lot of unknowns and faith formation over the next few months, years, we don't know. Um, but I think that's something that we can do and not only to do on our own, but invite other people on that journey with us. Yeah. Thank you. And I think that, um, that invitation to pause and to reflect is a little bit of what we're trying to do with these conversations that we're putting out in this series. Uh, they're not super fast paced and we're just trying to leave some room for space for reflection and thought and all that comes in. So let us know how this format is working for you. Uh, but we uh, want to invite you into a question at the end of at the end of this conversation. We're recording this at the beginning of Lent, which is you know a, a church season of letting go and slowing down and reflecting. And so we invite you to think about just one thing that you can let go of this Lenten season as we journey toward Easter. We go to into that work and invite you to pray with me. Holy God, we are grateful to be gathered here via podcast to journey together with you, exploring how we might embody your hope for this world. We give you thanks for those Jesus Christ has called to nurture disciples and churches around the globe. We ask you to bless ministry leaders in this hard time, strengthen them, provide wisdom and inspiration in the midst of uncertainty. By the Holy Spirit, you created the church from people of many nations to share the good news of Jesus Christ and to bring forth your vision, your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And so, God, use this digital space to connect us and bless us. Walk with us as we seek to walk humbly with you on this journey of faith. Amen. Amen. Launch is a podcast produced by the Reverend Dr. Tanya Campen, the Reverend Christine Hides, and the Reverend Kathy Pittenger. To find more about Faith Formation, please visit faithformationplaylist.weebly.com. Please subscribe and join us for our next launch. launch.